Never heard her before. Look, we got to get all the doors closed off around here. Special services will be here any minute. What? Never heard her before. How many times have you flashy thing that poor woman? A couple. So would you not worry about no long-term damage? Little. Hey, Kay, have you ever flashy thing me? No. I ain't playing with you, Kay. Have you ever flashy thing me? No. All right, boys and girls, here we go. Seminars next one up June 3rd through the 5th. After that, August 12th through the 14th. For training camps coming up, we still have a few spots left for our first ever lift shoot fight camp. That's a two-day camp, April 30th to May 1st, covering lifting, shooting, and fun in the sun. For squat and deadlift camps, we do have some spots left for Indianapolis on May 7th, Boise, Idaho at Starting Strength Boise on May 14th, Boston, Massachusetts on May 21st at Starting Strength Boston, and then June 11th in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. For squat press and deadlift camps we got going on, we have May 7th in Brussels, Belgium at Brussels Barbell. And then for another couple three-lift camps, we have the squat bench and deadlift camps going on April 24th in Baltimore at 5x3 and April 30th at the Strength Go in Orange County. And then finally for a four-lift camp covering the squat press, deadlift, and power clean, we have the Seoul Brothers putting one on in Seoul, South Korea on May 1st. So if you're in the area of Seoul and speak Korean, make sure to check that out. Starting Strength Gym's updates, we do have Columbus, which has started their pre-sale, so don't delay. If you're thinking about joining, make certain that you join early, get your spot locked in, get a little bit of a discount, and then start that journey. For more information on any locations that may be coming up, or to find a location near you, or to inquire about starting a Starting Strength Gym in your area, head over to locations.startingstrengthgyms.com. And as usual, for more information on anything else that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Hi there, boys and girls. It's Starting Strength Radio. Is everyone happy today? Well, good. I have something here that'll make you even happier. Here's a little headline from the National Pulse. I just can't resist it. Exclusive. Hunter Biden biofirm partnered with Ukrainian researchers isolating deadly pathogens using funds from Obama's Defense Department. I, I can't. Now, how can you think of anything more fucked up than this? Have you ever heard of anything more fucked up than aspects of the U.S. government dealing in open graft with people from the Ukraine with whom Russia is now at war. I, it, how do you... Well, yeah. The 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 same thing happening in China. There. Well, well, I forgot about China. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess the same yeah. thing's happened in with, China. Yeah, with Fauci funding... Uh, Fauci funding gain of function Wuhan research. research. But it's not gain-of-function research. And, it's not gain-of-function uh, research. Elaine Chow. Yeah, and it's pretty fucked uh, The up. turtle's wife. I can't keep up, though. I thought there were I, no biolabs... In the in Ukraine, no, the bio labs. No, there are, are bio labs, but we can't let Russia get to them. I think that's the story now. Is that what the narrative is at yeah. this point? 
there are bio labs. How they got there, of course. Is, nah, don't worry about that. Uh, yeah, we just can't have Russia get. To can't them. have Russia get to them because then Russia would have deadly biological agents with which to wage war upon right. the helpless Ukrainians. That's right. All right. Which we had nothing to do with. No. Oh no. We we're on the right. We're on the side of good. Yeah. All the time. It's a good time to send a bunch of young men to go die, though. Absolutely. Hadn't happened in a while. Yep. It's been, Need to take it's the been most almost, masculine aspects of society and reduce them to ashes. Yeah. Just as quickly as possible. You know, it's, it's been something almost occurred a year. to me today, and I put this on the, on the board. The past two years has been a saturation estrogen bombing campaign mm. all over the world we're into year three now saturation bombing with estrogen bringing everything down yep to the level of rachel levine <laughs> <laughs> oh Man. shit out of our lane almost immediately yeah yeah well, you, you spent no time in the lane so no far. time in the lane so far all right here's our lane let's get back in our lane with comments from the heaters okay you'll notice that rusty's not here today Will they though? Well, well they, they don't. Yeah, because you're going to edit they don't in hear the, the shuffle. shot of the. Oh the right, right. Yeah. Back here with you and and Bree and Rusty's noted nope, absence. Rusty's not there. Maybe we'll actually get something accomplished yeah. today. Yeah. You know, could happen. Yeah, Bree won't say anything, even though she has a mic. She's right there. Won't say anything. She didn't talk. She didn't talk. She's been sick like I have, and her voice is just not. Oh, is that what it is? Don't just know. assume. I just assume. Gotta assume. Why would you not talk if you can? Right. You know? Yeah. It's just one of those things. That... Mm -hmm. All right. So there aren't many of these today, and they're a very low quality. <laughs> Tim Anderson says, "I can't stand the English ways to rip." But to be, I'm reading this just verbatim. It's good. I can't. It's without an apostrophe. Okay. I can't stand the English, and English does not have an uppercase e. Right. Ways to rip. But to be fair, quote, if two vowels are separated by only one consonant, the first vowel is long. End quote. Equal. Vegan, V E E G A N L O L. That's masterful. You have any idea what the fuck he's talking about? Well, he's he's making the argument that because there is a consonant in between two vowels, that the first vowel would be long. <clears throat> it doesn't say that. It says if two vowels are separated by only one consonant. Yeah, there's a consonant. Oh, so, so the the E is only separated by. The G. G. But. 
But why don't we call it the vegetable. vegetable? Exactly. He didn't. He didn't think that one through. He didn't think that one through very long, did he? Vegetable. <laughs> Vegetarian. Yeah. Right. Poor guy. God damn. Just look at how he wrote that, though. That just. Can you imagine what just, the rest of his life is like? Can you imagine how long it learned? It took him to learn how to type. He's still Anything. learning. Still learning. He's, right. Here's a, here's a great one. Uh, why should I listen to a guy who's fat? It's <laughs> <That's> novel. <laughs> it's never been suggested <laughs> that I'm fat. <laughs> what, what video is that? Trap bar? Uh, force production, the defining aspect of your physical existence. Oh, interesting. But why you should listen to a guy who's fat? Because <laughs> I'm smarter than you are? Of course, that's not really much of an endorsement. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm just going to read this. Okay. Just like it was written. Is this video a proper representation of the method? I ask since when this guy's butt rises. All right. This is learning to squat. Oh, got it. Okay. Video. I ask, since this guy's butt rises vertically out of the bottom position then, as he doesn't move his back up at the same rate, his back angle from the vertical increases from 45 degrees to almost 90 degrees, and he consequently has to do a good morning get his back vertical at the top position. Strange. Have we ever produced a how to squat video that demonstrated a good morning as the proper way to squat well according to this guy yes he must follow this closer than we do yeah and then with respect to the trap bar deadlift video why do i get the sense this guy and me would not get along (laughs) That's the only intelligent comment on either of these pieces of paper. Oh, <laughs> uh, and here's somebody named Wrestle Judo Jitsu says, Ha ha, he should watch them. No one agrees with him. Rip is a terrible trainer. I have him to thank for herniated discs from his negligent coaching. I wish I never stepped foot in his gym. Oh, man. He's accusing me of herniating his disc. That's unfortunate. Well, you need to get a motherfucking attorney, boy. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get this over with. Sue me and be the owner of this vast empire (laughs) for herniating your discs. (laughs) Do you remember a Russ Judo Jiu-Jitsu wrestler? Sounds like a badass. But he's got a herniated disc, so you could probably, I don't fuck, remember probably fuck him up. I don't remember hearing about it. When you hurt people, they usually tell you. Generally, yeah. Generally speaking, yeah. they want you to know. Right. Yeah. Like you get a girl pregnant. Usually they want you to they know. They usually want you to know. Right. Same with a herniated back, back injury <laughs> like that. It's the same right. thing. <laughs> and... This next one is quit putting your plates on the bar the wrong way. 
uh, he didn't apparently understand. I, <laughs> and that's comments, comments. From, from the heaters. People actually enjoy that. You you try to I, you, tr- I, you try to make sense of the, see this is your problem you try to make sense of what people are typing it makes no sense you just got to let it be just got to let it be just put them out there just read it let everybody enjoy shut it shut up move on right we've had our fun now can all right can people see these see what these comments are on the hater oh on YouTube we, we get these off of YouTube comments yeah those are on YouTube yeah so <laughs> people can actually read them anyway that's right. Well, why don't we just tell everybody that wants to see these to read the YouTube? No, because it's more fun when you're reading. More fun when I read. And we get to laugh and shit, yeah. Oh. Obviously. Well, all right. I'll keep doing it then. I mean, if you insist. (laughs) Q&A. Q&A day, boys and girls. These are your questions. Most of these come from the network. All of them, I think, right? These, no, no. What about that one? Is that a network? Oh, that's a that's a write-in. Someone wrote in. Normie. That's a normie that wrote into the store. And went so wrote directly to the show for the yeah for the question. Radio at startingstrength.com? I think so. Yeah, something like that. I guess we'll take them there. We'll take them there. We'll take them wherever we get them. You know. So here's a. Here's a stupid one. Let's get this over with. Hi, Rip. Rusty and Nick. Bree as well. Rusty first. I always pay attention to the order. Rip, Rusty. Well, uh, well and he's Rip got and Rusty. two P's in Rip and two E's in Bree. Yeah, this guy has no idea. What are the criteria or milestones for progressing through the novice phases one, two, three, and advanced novice as prescribed in the SS app. Well, that's prescribed in the book. Right. Sometimes you have to read more than the app. Yeah. The app's a shortcut. You want more information? Practical Programming for Strength Training 3rd Edition is your resource for this kind of shit. Okay, all kinds of things in there, and I'm not going to read the book to you on the podcast because it would bore everybody else to death. You have read the book, though. You could get the book on uh, Audible. <clears throat> you know, I have read the book for you. Now yeah. that I think about it, you're you right. Have. The book is available as an audio book on Audible. The whole damn thing, the whole thing, and you can read that. Well, they. They say read it. I guess you listen to it. Listen to since it. Since it's audible. Right, right. Next time you drive to it's perfect time. Brooklyn. <laughs> you, you're you on the train. You don't drive, drive to, to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it. You probably want to listen to it with headphones, though, so the people don't accuse you of listening to a politically incorrect douchebag read okay questions now let's just get right into these 
Uh, R. Miller, 1991, asks, I've seen you discuss the difference between genetically gifted versus regular people and how it is different training these two classes of people. However, I haven't seen much discussion on the genetic capability of an individual in regards to certain lifts. For instance, my squat, even after work with an SSC and pushing it to the limits, is still pretty weak. My top set of five is 340, but never tested a single. However, my heaviest press is 265, being, uh, he says, pretty good for being under one year in the program, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a pretty good press. 6'2", he's 30 years old, he's 6'2", 255. That's, so that's a little slightly over body weight press, that's a pretty good press. That's pretty damn unusual. He's got a three, 265 press and a 345 squat. A 340 squat for set of five, <clears throat> right. However, my buddy has been running a very similar program and has a 455 squat, but only a 185 press. That's a pretty big difference in our proportions of squat and press. It's just, is it just anthropometry, such as limb length, et cetera, or are there genetic proclivities for upper versus lower body that account for this difference between lifters? Not usually, no. No. Unless he spent a bunch of time benching and stuff in the before training, yeah, know? he had, came into the program with a strength trained upper body, right? Uh, could have done that. Uh, could be a problem with his squat. Yep. You know, could be a problem with your squat. Was there a the, deadlift number in there? The, the, no. Uh, the deadlift is always a good gauge, right? Yeah. If if he's deadlifting three forty for a set of five. And he's not pulling, oh, I, 465 for five, something like that. That's what he ought to be doing with these, with all the rest of these numbers. Right. Um, I would say that uh, the the problem could be anthropometry. It could very well be anthropometry. He could have long legs and a short back. Yep. Uh, you know, that would, that would, produce a, a mechanically less than perfect situation for the squat but could be that you've been you know squatting too deep you know if your squats are two inches below parallel you're giving up a bunch of load on the squat oh uh, you know there could be all kinds of things like that wrong with uh, you could be not you know paying attention to your starting strength coach in terms of uh, hip drive as the primary method of getting up out of the bottom of the squat. There's, the squat is the most technically demanding of all of these major lifts. And there's lots and lots of ways to do it wrong and still call it a squat. That's the, that's the difference between the squat and the deadlift. The deadlift is done one way. There's enough weight on the bar. The bar comes off the floor right over the middle of the foot, travels upward in an almost straight vertical line until you lock it out by leaning back against it at the top. If it's heavy enough, that's what it'll look like. But in the squat, your knees can do anything they want to do if you don't control them to place your hips in the best anatomical position to lift a bunch of weight. We spend more time on the squat 
at the seminar than we do any other lift. We have more technical problems with squatting than we do any of the other five lifts, including the power clean. Uh, the squat is a, is the foundation of this program, and we have to spend a lot of time getting it right. It's difficult to perform. It's difficult to coach. So we spend more time on the squat for that reason. And, you know, anytime you've got a, a question like this regarding squat, I, I would have to say, I need to see it. The fact, that he didn't, the fact that he didn't include a deadlift number is maybe a little bit telling, too. <clears throat> um, if you're, so, he's not deadlifted. That's right. So so if, if your deadlift is – if you're squatting 345 and your deadlift is about the same, um, let me let me put it this way. If you're not deadlifting near 450 or more, get your deadlift to 450 or more, and probably everything will get unstuck. Or if you're not deadlifting at all and you're only squatting – and you're pressing and benching, yeah. Then yeah, your squat's going to suck, right? Because your lower body is not very strong. Yep. Because you haven't done the program. So these are all possibilities with respect to answering this question. Uh, my first assumption is something's wrong with your squat technique. In a situation like this, an artificially light squat is probably an ass to grass squat. But the possibility that the guy's not deadlifting is yeah for sure you know that would certainly do the same thing wouldn't it okay here's Howlin Wolf ninety who on the board posts all the time he says hello Rip I recently received my official starting strength belt from Dominion. What is the proper belt placement for squat and deadlift? Also, it's pretty uncomfortable when squatting and deadlifting while wearing. Is this something you just get used to? I'd really like to hear anything you have to say about belts. Thank you. Uh, Howlin' Wolf is the guy that made a rather embarrassing, self-incriminating post (laughs) the other day about how he has to spend at least 30 oh, minutes in the shower guy in the shower this is the shower guy this is yeah. the shower guy yeah. 30 minutes in the shower and then brie gets on there and says it takes her 12 minutes to shower or something like that and that's including stupid. shaving <laughs> and that's stupid she's got a lot of hair body hair well she is a hairy girl that's true but <laughs> hal and wolf talks about his, <laughs> his shampoo and, and his conditioner and his conditioner and his beard and all this bullshit but uh, Howlin' Wolf hasn't spent any, he hasn't spent a lot of time around other guys. We're going to help him out. We're going to help him out. The conditioner think, thing's weird, man. Uh, conditioner? Like you're shampooed. It's kind of bad enough, but then you also. That's bad enough, and then you, you also, also conditionered. So you shampooed, rinse that off, put some other shit in your hair, rinse that off. Well, he put some other shit in his hair, and then he spent time. <laughs> massaging it. Massaging it the scalp, into the scalp. You know, I, I don't know. I've never heard of men behaving. We're going to help you, Howlin' Wolf. Howlin' Wolf. You're going to be using a bar of You get Irish three spring. minutes to the next shower, all right? One bar of Irish Spring for your entire body, and yes. then you shave with it. Use it as shaving cream, too. Yep. <laughs> I use Kirk's. Kirk's is Coco great, Coco Castile myself. That's my Kirk's is great. Actual go-to. soap. Actual soap. Yep. That's good Actual stuff. soap. Pretty white. Doesn't have an odor to yeah. it. 
just soapy. Yeah. When you're you done know? with it, you don't smell like anything? No. You, you smell don't smell clean. like a, you know, uptown shithouse. <laughs> you know? You, yeah. just, you, don't, you just smell like a, you know, clean person. That's right. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, all right, here, all right, back to your belt question. <laughs> you, you probably have have got the thing in the wrong place. Now, I, we talk about this in the blue book, about where the belt goes. Belt in the deadlift goes a little higher in the back than the belt in the squat, but it has to go around your natural waist. It doesn't go around where you put your belt in your pants. That's too low, and if you have it too low, it will be uncomfortable. So, and this is all in the book, too. If you put the belt on, uh, say, two belt holes from being tight, put it on, and then squat down, the belt's going to move, all right? Where it moves to is where you wear it. So put it on loose, squat down, get in position, make sure you're in the right position in the bottom of the squat, stand back up, and then tighten up the belt. Now, eventually, you'll memorize this so you don't have to go through this procedure every day. But if you're wearing it in the wrong place, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. But you're not supposed to wear it in the wrong place. You're supposed to wear it in the right place, and that's how. And I thought we, didn't we talk about this? And I got that in the book. To the book. Yeah, the, pro- the problem, Why too, is. Why do people is- not read the book? You, I mean, it's a general question. Why do people not read the book? There's a lot in the book. To, I mean, to, to Howlin' Wolf's credit, there's a lot it's, in the book. It's you dense. may have forgotten. Uh, it's a textbook. It's not light reading. It's not Newsweek. Yeah. You know? Yep. And then he wouldn't, uh, have, he wouldn't have been able to ask you a question on a Q&A day. It's not a 300-word article on a, Right, on men's health. On a website. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a densely packed textbook full of information. But that's why the information is there, is to help you understand simple things like this right uh uncomfortable is uh, there's nothing comfortable about squatting so depends on I mean, how much what, weight you got on your back what is it howling yeah, i mean the other you, thing is what does it actually mean i mean it's not if you're used to not ever having anything around your belly then it might be uncomfortable it might just be something you got to deal with just don't have it too tight don't have it so tight that you can't take a breath in <clears throat> you, you've got to have uh I mean, if you're squatting five plates, you know, there's nothing comfortable about that. Right. You know, I don't know what you're squatting, but I don't know what you, what do you expect here? Why do you expect comfort? You know, it shouldn't be distracting because if it's distracting, that's going to adversely affect your, right. your technique. But it, it's not going to be, uh, you know, like your birthday, you know. <laughs> Not gonna be like the day you, you were know. born, or like the no, like 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 the annual when everything goes your way. Oh, for got it. <laughs> the anniversary of your birth, where everybody caters to your every whim, and everything's good all day long. You know, it's not gonna be like that. So, uh, I, I leave anything out? No, I think that's good. All right, Eric Winicky. Asks, uh, what is your recommendation for taking care of flexor tendonitis or trigger finger? Those are two different things, Eric. 
Trigger finger is an extremely severe version of flexor tendonitis. And it's like when your finger won't straighten out and shit. Yeah. Or you have to manually straighten it out. The the pulley tent pulley ligaments in in the digits in the phalanges get constricted and interfere with the uh with the uh normal function of your fingers and uh i mean that can happen down in the palm of your hand too i've just recently seen a couple of guys with a bunch of crap growing in the palms of their hand i've never seen this on lifters i have it you do my middle finger what does it do uh, it locks up when i sleep if i make a fist and you can't straighten the whole thing back out i don't want to do it but i'll lock up on it like this really yeah and, and you have to take your other hand? Yeah, and I have to, like, force it over. Oh, manually straighten it out? So now what I do is I sleep with tape around this finger so it won't lock up. Really? Mm-hmm. But it seems well, I like, have seen a lifter with it. It seems like people that use their hands uh, a bunch don't really get it, right? I've never had any trouble with it. I've but got, I can't imagine Eric's not using his hands. I don't know what the fuck Eric's doing. But yeah. uh, uh, I've just recently seen two guys... That, that are having they're going to have to have surgery in the palm of their hands and what it looks like is a kind of an elevated scar no shit you know on these flexor tendons in the palmer area of the hand. you can see it through their yes. skin Damn. just a raised up white looking elevated region in the palm of the hand oh shit now i've never seen that in a lifter yep <clears throat> I mean, deadlifts kind of keep that all mashed down, I think. Right. But, uh, you know, if guys that are working real, real hard with their hands that don't train, I could see how that would create problems. Yep. Uh, But this is the first time I've heard of trigger finger in a lifter. Maybe it's common. I'm just not aware of it, but I've never had any trouble with it myself. The I mean, ten- my hands hurt, but that you know, whose don't you know? Yeah, the tendonitis would be down in the it'd be in the forearm though, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be in the hand. It's all. Well, no, I mean the the distal insertions of those tendons. You know, the muscle bellies are up here. Yeah, in the forearm, but the tendons are all the way the down palm. to the right. end of the distal yeah, yeah, phalanx. Right, right. I mean, you know, so that's just a naked tendon all the way through there. Yep. So yeah, there's all kind of problem, and and the. The mechanics of those are controlled by what are called pulley ligaments right. that acts as, act as places for the for the changing direction of the force, you know, on the tendon. So, I mean, there's potential for so the the trigger problems fing- in all of those things. The trigger finger would be a neurological deal, right? I don't think so. I think it's, it's probably mechanical. I think it's so prob- I think the- she's probably got a, a a tight pulley ligament that when she makes a fist it at just night, stays there. Yeah. Makes a fist at night as she she's trying to sleep through the just the goddamn frustration <laughs> of Fucking having to be bree, right? <laughs> you know, just the <laughs> just the rage and the fist, you know, like, <laughs> and then that she tries to calm down and get out of bed. <laughs> And it won't, it won't, it's seized. So you straighten it out and it, you know, probably, does it ever seize back up once you've straightened it once? No. 
So it's just. Is it only at just, night? It's just grabbing at night. Yeah. Or other fits of rage. You know, yeah, she when has she's fits extra of rage. pissed after a day of dealing with shit. I think it's yeah. because I'm making a fist for so long. Yeah. She's been making a fist all her life. Mm-hmm. Just dealing with the rage of being forced to eat nothing but <laughs> white paste made out of. He invited, protein me, and he invited me to eat a cheeseburger soy again. flour and shit. <laughs> Every time you invite her to lunch, she's, the cheese. fist gets tighter. <laughs> no, I don't want to eat with you. I'm good, okay? Right. <laughs> but I don't know what Eric's problem is here. Yeah. I wonder if Eric's that frustrated. <laughs> Maybe we ought to get them together. Yeah. We could beat each other up. <laughs> Okay. Oh, here's a good one. James Rogers, our friend from Canada, asks us, if Olympic weightlifting is no longer an Olympic event, what should it be called? Hmm. Do you think that weightlifting associations should glom onto different gigantic, corrupt international organizations like the IOC to lend (laughs) them gravitas and make them superior to the other sports where you pick up heavy stuff? United Nations weightlifting, World Trade Organization weightlifting, <laughs> World Health Organization weightlifting, <laughs> Council World on, Economic yeah. Forum weightlifting, Council on Foreign Relations, Council on Foreign Relations weightlifting. Let's go all the way the to the top. Bilderberger weightlifting, Illuminati weightlifting, the Illuminati weightlifting. <laughs> 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 well, that's a good question, James. Uh, <laughs> Are they going to still call it Olympic weightlifting? I, I don't guess know. So. I mean, it's what it is. Yeah. Doesn't matter whether it's in the Olympics or not. Right. It's still Olympic weightlifting because yeah. it was in the Olympics. Yeah. Since the inception. I mean, wasn't that one of the original events? I'm not like, talking about the Greeks. Not but the Greeks, I mean, but the original. Modern, yeah. reconstituted weightlifting. I, th- I know they had it in, in 1904. I've looked yeah. at the pictures. What was the first modern Olympics was uh, do you remember the which one? That Late eighteen hundreds, yeah. <clears throat> early 19th, somewhere in there. I don't have that committee they had memory, clean, but uh, they had a clean and press. They it had was a they had a bunch of other stuff too, that, but, and it varied from year to year until right, it was right. yeah. formalized into the clean and press snatch, clean and jerk, and yep. then it changed in the seventy two Olympics into just the two lifts right, right, that we yep. know now, and then the International Olympic Committee, in their wisdom, decided that. Uh, displays of masculinity are not going to be tolerated anymore. Not, not, we're not going to have it. We're not going to have it. I'm surprised they still allow wrestling. So the steroid sports are all on the way out. Wrestling will be gone soon. Yeah. Gone soon. I can't have wrestling. Yep. Someone might get hurt. Yeah. You know, someone might get mad at someone else. Well, the good news is that no one actually calls it Olympic weightlifting anymore. It's Oli or... Oli lifting. Oli lifting. I've got it. This is Oli day. Yeah. Thanks to our friends in CrossFit. Oli It's now Oli lifting. The, uh, I mean, and, and, and really, you know, if, if these people don't have the balls... To tell the boys that they can't lift in the women's division, get rid of it. Yeah, Let's get this over with. This is stupid. This is stupid. We're being asked to pretend 
that that boy from New Zealand is a girl. Yeah. I mean, how much more blatant a poke in the goddamn chest is Rachel Levine? Yeah. Then this this Leah, what's that swimmer's name? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember her last name. His last name. God damn. His what is last it? Name. It's I, it, <clears throat> Leah. Whatever he wants, I guess. That doesn't matter. Yeah, He's identifies he as Leah Jones or Smith or whatever. The, doesn't matter. Whatever he wants to say, we're supposed to pretend that that's true. Well, we're supposed to nod in agreement and say, yes. Yeah. Well, I've successfully ignored the fact that your cock and balls are still in your bathing suit. That dude still has his his balls he's a cock and balls male and but we're supposed to a trans woman is (laughs) is a woman these uh you know why because i said so hey man look these girls aren't pissed enough about it no no when they get pissed enough they're not pissed enough about it no they're, they're not pissed enough about it and i made the i made this point on one of our previous shows about this this very topic we can't fix this yeah we boys can't fix this as long as you guys get in the pool as long as the girls get in the pool with the guy yep he won right he wins no matter what ron DeSantis says she he fucking won the guy will fucking won the guy won no he won he had a had a lower time so he won and you allowed him to win because you got in the pool with him now if you don't want to do that if you if you are sickened by the idea that the that women's sports that you guys fought so hard for for so many decades has been destroyed with the stroke of a pen by bureaucrats if that doesn't piss you off enough to stay out of the pool then there you are. Yep. You're acquiescing to this. If you get on the platform with him, if you get in the pool with him, and play like, by doing so, play like, agree to the lie, play along with the charade, that whatever somebody says is, then we can't help you. You have our sympathy. But you have to fix this. And what it's going to take, and I'm sorry about this, is when you show up for a meet, some guy wants to get in the pool with you, you just have to say, you know, this, I know I've been training six months for this meet. I know I've been training for this. But this isn't the meet I trained for, and I'm just going to sit out here in the fucking audience. Yeah. I'm going to stay in the bleachers. And unless you all do that, all of you, then he wins. This is a lie. Well, the people that you know it's a lie, so act like it's a lie and don't participate in it. Don't participate in lies, because when you do that, you endorse the lie. And I know that's tough, but that's how it has to be done. Because the bureaucrats are not responsible; they're not going to help you here. 
That's the point. Yeah, they're, they're, the the people that the, the people that everyone's relying on to make the right decisions are not are going not, to make the right decisions. They have decisions. no motivation to make the right, right decisions. They're motivated in contrast to make the wrong decision. Uh, yeah, and, and they'll make the right decision only in the face of a lot of negative pressure. Right. A lot of attention that they right. don't want. That's right. And uh, they're operating under the narrative that this is what everybody wants and this is the right thing to do and fairness and all this shit. Uh, and until they realize that it's that's it's false until they realize right. that that's false uh, they're going to keep doing it that's right show them the women's division 200 meter freestyle with one man in the pool espn will like that won't they nbc sports they'll love that won't they it's what you're going to have to show them because nothing else is going to make anything change yep. nothing else is going to make anything change long as you are you guys are okay with this then it will continue and when it stops it will stop because you stopped it that's all there is to it yep wish that wasn't the case but it damn sure is damn sure is the case thanks to james for pissing everybody off yeah james appreciate that man he's up there in canada just being canadian and here we are He's up there in canada isolated from the effects of his <laughs> hate speech you know, and here I have to be the brunt of, <laughs> of all of these hateful comments. That's right. Just to because I chose to read James's question. Yeah, blame James. Don't blame us. Great job, James. Thanks, bud. All right. Hey, Rip. Would the requirements to apply for an apprenticeship? I want to start a straight gems be the same for a non-U.S. citizen. Do you receive many applications from foreigners? Have you looked into what type of visa would be necessary and all the paperwork costs involved? Francesco DiCaro, I assume, from Italy. You think Italy? Says Francesco Italy. DiCaro? Oh, okay. It says Italy. Says it right here. All right. Says Italy. I was going to uh, guess France. Would uh, requirements for print. All right. In order to apprentice at the gym, you got to be at the gym, which means that you're here. Because we don't have a Frank, we don't have a gym in France, or even Italy, and we're not going to, not for the foreseeable future. Okay, so that means you'd have to be here. Now, how you're here is up to you. Under what kind of visa you get here, I don't know. I mean, has anybody talked about that? I mean, yeah, is, remember, is an apprenticeship an employment in terms of the Department of Labor? Well, in, in other words, can a can a foreign national it depends apprentice on the, in a situation where because apprenticeships are paid or they're not apprenticeships? Exactly. So it's a, it, so it's, it's a it's an employment. It's I would assume. I don't know that. It's a job. It's a job. So it, whether we call it an apprenticeship or not, he's getting he would be he would be getting a job. But even for somebody who would be considered an expert, we try to do this with uh, with early on with one of the gyms and one of the coaches in Europe and. Um, even getting a visa for somebody uh, who's coming specifically because they have that skill set is uh, specifically because they're certified as a starter strength coach. Extremely difficult and expensive. It's a, it's a pain in the ass because the U.S. government. Now, the only way to do this I can think of that would be easy is go to Mexico and walk across the fucking hey, river. Do that. Yeah. Do that since that border doesn't <clears throat> exist now. Right. I mean, the border between Russia and Ukraine is of paramount importance, but our border with Mexico is yep. Eh, it's just it's a racist construct. Right. So, uh, if you're here though, uh, Francesco, get a tan. 
I mean, you're Italian. It won't be that hard. Won't be that hard for him. Get a tan and cross down the southern border and come on up. Yeah. We'll see what we can just do. speak Italian very fast. The Mexicans won't know you're not speaking Spanish. <laughs> 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 if you but, can get here, man, someone will hire you. <laughs> I mean, you might want to talk to a gym first, but <laughs> yeah, you might want to line that up ahead of time. Have somebody pick you up at Del Rio. <laughs> All right, now, uh, this is from Jason, who includes his phone number. Oh, good. Let's <laughs> text him. Hey, man. Hey, man, we're reading, we're reading your, your question right now. Your question. Anything right? you want to add? <laughs> Jason's a volunteer assistant football coach. Volunteer assistant football, okay. That's why we see his phone number. <laughs> Hey, man, I volunteer uh, assistant football coach one time not too long ago. He's a and, good man. Right, here, here Jason says, after two years, I have finally convinced the strength training coach at the high school oh, no. that I am a volunteer assistant football coach at to put the kids on an LP. But they only live four days a week, Monday through Thursday. So besides getting them to lift on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, how can the program be modified to fit their schedule? Well, he's got uh, four days. He's got four days. He could do, this isn't right, but he could do a Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday split. Right. The upper body shit on Monday, Wednesday. Right. Squat and deadlifts on on uh, Tuesday, Thursday, right? You do that. That's not the textbook application of the of the of the program, but you know it's better than what they're doing now. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's better than what they're doing now because th- what they're doing now is high school football coach bullshit. Right. So he's got four days. Every kid has four days of lifting. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, apparently. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Four days a week, Monday through Thursday. So that's how that's all you. Oh, do. got it. Okay, so we got four days back to back. I mean, you could do Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, but then you got a back to back workout day, and that's not right. optimum. Right. Yeah. Optimum is the way it's written. Yep. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Yep. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Right. That's optimum. All right. But yeah, with kids, maybe you could do uh, squat press deadlift Monday, uh, Olympic lifts Tuesday, squat bench deadlift Wednesday. That, Olympic yeah, high school Thursday. football coaches, they can't coach the Olympic lifts. <laughs> they can't even coach the deadlift. They'll try. Hey, maybe they'll do it with bands, the power clean with bands like power the guys do here. Bands. Like the guys at fucking Ryder did here. Oh, I hate getting frustrating <laughs> yeah. questions like this because, all right, look. The program is designed to be done a certain way. It's designed to be done Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Three days on a week, 48 hours, and then 72 hours between the workouts. So what's designed to be done like? Because that's the way it works with the best. So anything less than that is, is less than optimal. Now, if you have to do it in a less than optimal way for some arbitrary reason, well, that's what you have to do. Yep. 
but what you're telling me is the uh, they only live four days a week, Monday through Thursday, because the f- football coach said so. Well, now you're just thrown an immediate wrench into the, what if the football coach says that he doesn't think they need to squat below parallel? Well, if he gets them to go three days, then someone will come along and say, well, they need to do something else the other two days, and then they're going to have them run or some shit. Yeah, so. it's just... All right. So, basically, you are at a high school as a volunteer assistant football coach, and you're having to deal with high school coaches. Disaster. Just a recipe for disaster. Yep. I don't think it can be done. Well, it's impressive that they listened to him and uh, convinced everybody that it's okay to lift. Oh, they lied to him. They're not listening. We'll see what happens. He's not going to get to do this. That's crazy. Yeah. They just told him. Yeah, we'll Shut him up. To shut him up. Yeah. Pet on the head. We'll do your little program. But really, we got this. (laughs) We got this. What exercises can I do? And is there a weight limit following reverse shoulder replacement surgery? I'm 76 years old and recently stopped all upper body work due to pain. Prior to stopping, my best was a 225 deadlift. I have three irreparable rotator cuff muscles. This is Joe. Is asking me this. Joe, you... Left a couple of things out here. So reverse shoulder Have replacement. Have you already had the shoulder replacement surgery? Doesn't say whether you've had that. Oh, it, I thought he said he no, had No, he it. said he just asking me what's the limit following. Oh. You know, he may be asking about it. Right. Contemplating the possibility of the surgery. So the reverse would be head yeah. of the humerus on the scapula? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's how the, that's how the deal works. The head of the humerus is mounted on, the ball is mounted on the, AC joint. Yep. And then the the humeral implant rotates on that ball. Yep. Opposite of the way that normal morphology. Uh I don't know. Uh I never had the never trained anybody with that surgery. It's not real good surgery. Sounds but, pretty uh... but what I want to point out is the fact that I've had both my shoulders operated on. I've got probably a slap tear in the left shoulder right now it's unstable and i'm training on it it's not unstable during a pull uh i've got a complete rupture of the infraspinatus and the teres minor on my right shoulder gone irreparable rotator cuff muscles and i don't have any problems pressing or deadlifting i have to be careful when i bench but i don't have any problems with that so the fact that you have three irreparable rotator cuff muscles at the age of 76 is uh it's interesting but it's not real important yeah right you know Uh, if I was 76 
and I had your situation, I wouldn't let these fuckers chop on my shoulder again. That hurts real bad. You ever had shoulder surgery, Joe? This is, you're not going to be happy for about six weeks. Okay. You'll be real, real unhappy for two weeks. Real, real unhappy. For a couple of weeks. Right, Bree? Making fist. That's why, that's where the, the her thing came from. It's just mm-hmm. the frustration of having your shoulder operated on. God damn. And she was like 12 when she had that <laughs> surgery. You know, you're 76 years old. Uh, what in what is here, here's the, let me here, let me add to this all right when i had this shoulder operated on i could deadlift i deadlifted in fact i rack pulled 225 for a set of five three weeks post-op with no sensation whatsoever in the shoulder no discomfort no pain no nothing Right, mm-hmm. the, the pulls are not affected by rotator cuff surgery. So uh, I don't know, man. I not really understanding all the all the details of this question. If you are thinking about having this replacement surgery, I'd think long and hard about that because that that prosthesis is not, as far as I know. My latest information on that is it's not terribly good. Yep. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're in constant pain and you can't sleep, you got to get something done. And that would be the only reason I would consider doing the surgery is to get out of pain. But uh, and, and that's probably what the deal is he says he stopped all upper body work due to pain if you have to have it done go ahead and get it done but uh i don't think that uh there's going to be a uh that the the weight limit following the surgery is going to be a factor you're going to start back with an empty bar doing presses you know you're not going to press two and a quarter on this you're not, but you're not going to do that anyway because you're 76. I, and uh, I don't know if the dead, doesn't say the deadlift was hurting. Uh, my pulls never hurt with all the, all the shit wrong with my shoulders. My pulls have never hurt. And uh, I've never talked to anybody else that had their pulls hurting from shoulder injuries. So... Yep. Last one? Looks, looks as though we're at the last one. Hope it's good, man. Kind of excited. Itchy scalp. That's better than trigger finger. Hell of a lot better than yeah. trigger finger. I was stabbed in the back in my early 20s and have a significant scar and muscle damage in the area. This is a good one. Subject says, just so will. <laughs> says old scar tissue right lat. 
Okay. And beginning training. All right. All right. Right, lat. So I don't know, stabbed in the back's a big place. You say you're stabbed in the back. Yeah. Fuck, who knows what that means. Right. You know. But apparently it's in his right lat. All right. He's forty eight and last year tried start a strength method, deadlift reached two hundred pounds. My last just cramped up. He means his lat, I guess, just cramped up. It took about three months to heal, in which I ceased training to do so. All right. Three months. You don't heal a cramp. Yeah. Cramps do not heal. Cramps relax. All right. At the beginning of this year, I joined Starter Strength Gym, and a coach made or began my progressions with good success and safety. However, as soon as my deadlift hit 210, my lat cramp up again and hurts like hell. Currently, it's been a month since the injury, and I've been doing the STAR rehab method this past week, but I'm not really feeling better yet. STAR rehab method is one of my greatest regrets, having ever published it. Nobody knows. Everybody uses it for everything. Everybody uses it for everything where it doesn't apply. Yeah. All right. I'm going to just apologize to the goddamn entire universe for having done that all these years ago. All right. (laughs) I'm wondering is the damage to my muscle too bad to exceed a certain weight on the deadlift? You have any thoughts or experience with this sort of previous injury type? No, I don't. And. Unfortunately, we don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Well, the fact that it arbitrarily I mean, just comes up at 200 pounds is just, uh, interesting. Well, it is interesting, and I would like to know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. If it was my back, I would want a diagnosis. Yeah. You know, when he was stabbed in the back, did it go all the way through the lat, through the rib cage, and into the chest wall? Is there a scar, you know, around the pleura in the lung? What the hell's going on here? I have no idea. And you don't either, man. Murphy is your name. I remember correctly. Yep, Murphy. Mike Murphy. You don't know what's going on either. I don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. All you know is that your back hurts on the right side, somewhere in the right side. You need to go get an MRI, and let's see what the hell is wrong with your back. This may need some repair. May need some surgery. I don't know. Maybe the guy chopped your rib in two with the knife. The ribs heal quick. It's not that, but the tissue around that that coastal muscle may be all deformed. And How long did he say it was? Twenty years ago. It's apparently twenty. Twenty years ago. Twenty-five, thirty years ago. Yeah. Long time ago. He's forty-eight now. This happened when he was a kid. So, long time. And you've been carrying this injury around with you for 30 years. You need to know what it is. I have no idea what it is. You have no idea what it is. All you know is that a light deadlift hurts. Yeah, it's a problem. That's a, it's a problem. It needs to be, you need answers to these questions, and I can't provide them. So uh, what I would do is uh, get my, uh, no doubt, highly intelligent general practitioner to order an MRI on the area and get a referral to an orthopedic surgeon and let them look at the MRI and 
tell you what the hell's going on with the thing and if there's something that can be done with it. Because a 200-pound deadlift, I mean, everybody's mom does that. God that's, almighty. That's the concerning thing that's, is that a, a, it's such a light weight. That's that not it's, even the weight. That it's creating such a problem. You're gonna. That's, that's not going to get any better. No. And if you're, you're – No, and you're only 48 years old. Yeah. You can't deadlift 200 pounds because yeah, of this old injury. Something's wrong. Right. Something's wrong. That's not enough weight to be of, of concern to anybody. Right. You know, I mean, we have old women in the gym that are deadlifting 200 pounds. So this is a this is a, a diagnostic problem that you haven't addressed yet. You need to know what's wrong with your back. So go get that taken care of. Okay. Anything else interesting? Your shirt. That's a that's a pretty cool that's uh, a cool shirt. shirt. Yeah, our friend Ina Koppel invented this. Right. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I don't know where he, her head was at the time. But <laughs> we'll ask her. We'll ask her. Ask her. <laughs> at any rate, uh, notice our Spanish language Spanish translation. Books. All you Spanish speakers, out Spanish there speakers that can't understand written in English. English. Yeah, right there. Yeah, we got lots and lots of them, and they're available for sale right now. Uh, we got that listed at Amazon yet? Uh, it yeah, up at, it's up at Amazon. I think that's is that up. right. It might be up. You shipped some to Amazon already. Yeah, yeah. We've sent some to Amazon, so it's listed at Amazon. It's listed on our store. So, uh, you know, and in fact, this is the first foreign language translation we have published. We're the publishers of this. We did the print run and the whole thing. So uh, let's see how it turns out. You know, it is available. I can order it now and get it here on Saturday. Damn. Damn. Or I could just grab one off the desk right there. You could get one off the desk yeah. if you were here in the room. Good point. So if one of them leaves off the desk, I'll know who took it. Oh, we've got a review. Really? Yeah. What's it say? It says, excellent book. <laughs> good, good. What else would it say? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> It's an excellent book. What else could it possibly say? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, anything else we need to talk about today? No. no. All right. Well, let's get this over with then and uh, go eat. Bree, you want to eat? Look, her hand immediately <laughs> went into My a fist. fist. <laughs> she can't relax. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, thanks for joining us on Starting Strength Radio. And uh, if you've got any sense at all, We'll see you next week.